What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. We have a great pod for you. Jamoke Davis here with Jacob Rame, Zach Rosen, and Chris Gary talking Washington Wizards basketball. We have a great pod for you, including we've got the greatness that is Michael Wilbon. He'll be coming on the pod. Uh, you remember him from ESPN and PTI. I'm sure you see it, and he's here actually in the building doing a nice little interview you will see on Christmas Day with John Wall. So let's talk about the Washington Wizards. Uh, they beat the Pelicans on Tuesday, 116-106, to 106, after a, a gut-wrenching loss to the Cavs, 106-99 over the weekend uh guys where do you think this team is any new observations no i mean quarter to quarter with this team right now i mean the difference between the second and third quarters was unbelievable i mean you had one of the worst quarters you will ever see an nba team play they threw away a 23 point lead the pelicans tied it up early in the third quarter and then the team went on like a 20 to nothing run Mm -hmm. 24 to 4 whatever it was and took a 20 point lead back Snap your fingers, and it's, it was like 40 points worth of swings. I mean, it's really hard to get a read on this team right now, but you, you do have to be impressed with the resiliency. It would have been really easy to fold after the big comeback um, by New Orleans, and um, Davis and Boogie were playing very well, but um, Washington stayed the course and got out a win, and at this point in the season, that's the kind of thing you have to do. I think overall what we saw is that the Wizards are clicking again. Like They looked like the team from last year that we know – Fast break was back. The offensive rebound, second chance points, points off turnovers. I just felt like they looked a lot more comfortable, and Mike Scott continues to be the unsung hero. I mean, he should be in the running for comeback player of the year. I mean, there's a lot of candidates because hot of take. injuries. It's not That's even not a hot take. That's not a hot take. He leads all bench players in the NBA in shooting percentage. I mean, he's been incredible. I mean, sixth man of the year. I don't even know. It's going to be tough against Lou Williams, but yeah. I'm just That's saying. That's a hot take. I'm just I don't, saying. I, don't like, I really – I mean, it's only – you know, it's it becomes a less hot take the hotter Mike Scott gets. Yeah, and it's so. And I guess you guys will make a nice little gif of him. Well, we'll get the push going. for it now. Yeah, you know, um, it's just a thing where he. It started with him being, you know, eleven for eleven over two games, and now he's shooting whatever it is seventy percent, like for the month of December, and we're almost done with the month of December. This isn't this a big, isn't, that's this not isn't an exact a, number, by the way, but it's just that. This, kind this of isn't thing a big man that's only growing. dunking either. He's yeah. shooting the ball from distance. Yeah, he's yeah. taking yeah. mid-range jumpers. He's taking one-legged off-balance mid-range That was, that, that was Dirk Nowitzki-esque. What was the quote he gave you when you interviewed him on Yeah, I Tuesday talked to him on Tuesday Tuesday. afternoon. He said, the basket is an ocean right now. Ooh. So he's just, I mean, he he's feels swimming like. He's swimming in it. He's very, he's very difficult I just, to argue with that. I just said, "What's is your mindset just knowing the ball is going to go in? And he's like, yeah. I mean, I just think it's going in every single time. And I have the confidence and the work ethic that I know it is because I've been practicing this all year. And, mm-hmm. it's, and I've worked on my that, that step back. Like, he's been working on that since he came to this team. So to him, it's not a fluke. And, I mean, what did what did Coach Brooks say? That He said he was unjinxable, basically. Yeah. It didn't matter yeah. if people talked about it. The guy's playing so well, you can't even jinx him. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope he's not peaking too late. He's playing, he's playing really, really, really well. You want to peak late. You don't want to peak early. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you said it backwards. Yeah, oh, I fine. said it backwards. Yeah. I did. I did. But I, yeah. he, he's, just, he's been incredibly consistent. He's a player that two years ago with the Hawks, he was, he was a – he was an important piece of that team. Yeah. Before he was you know, one of the reasons why the Wizards and, couldn't eliminate him, like yeah. he was like and, that X factor, and so and so he's still not, you know, he's not old by any stretch. He's older, but he's not an old player, and so he's healthy now. He's in a team where he gets a lot of opportunities, especially if if John or Brad shares the floor with him. You can't you can't really load up on him with with some of the other players that that the Wizards mm-hmm. are able to put out with him, yeah. and so 
he has the opportunity to get mismatches. I mean, we saw him back down smaller guys. And the other thing is that he he has the body of a power forward. I mean, he's a he's a big player, mm-hmm. and so it's mm-hmm. e- it's fairly easy, especially in today's NBA, to create some mismatches for him. And he's he's comfortable in the post. He's comfortable turning around. He's comfortable shooting threes. Um, he's really really good for today's game, and and the Wizards are finding that out. I think the other thing to point out that we saw yesterday is just. Zach, Zach pointed it out, but there were – I was talking after the game with somebody and just said, like, last night's game, it felt like there were certain touch points where it was like, you know, like, this is a – like, we finally got some highlights last night. Like, mm-hmm. there was John with a no-look, you know, alley-oop to march in. Um, Kelly had a dunk to start off the game, our first Steel points of the slam. game. Steal in the slam. Those are exactly the types of plays that the Wizards were making last year when they were at their best and when they were ready to make a run towards the playoffs. And, like, those are the kind of things that I think we need to see more often. We know that's when the Wizards are at the best, when they're creating opportunities on the break. And so seeing more and more of that is good. Obviously, you don't want to, you know, put the team on the line and let them go on a whatever-to-nothing run that they went on. 24-1. to one. But the way that they, But the way that they responded, I thought, was still impressive and, you know, now we now we move forward. I got to jump in and address something Jamoke said when he talked about the fact that Mike Scott was one of the reasons the Wizards lost that playoff series. Yes, but we still go to the Eastern Conference Finals if John Wall doesn't get hurt. True, true, I true. Mean, I'm still, I'm still, I will, I will stand by that. Yeah. Um. All, but speaking of John Wall, I think that this was the best. Definitely last night, or was the best he's looked <laughs> since returning from injury, and the mm-hmm. best he's looked in quite a while. And you know. Scott Brooks says it nightly. He is the engine. This team goes as he goes. Um, he's such a big part of it. And um, and a lot of the things he was doing last night were starting to get back to looking like the John Wall that we all come to expect on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. His defense has been really good since he came back. I think he, he's got like yeah, he a He had 90. a steal in like the, I think, middle of the fourth quarter. We're just like, you know, just out of nowhere, he just flipped the, the script. Yeah. He's, went the other way, I and it's a, just like it, he really is the engine that gets this team going. And there were a few times where we just turned to each other sitting there you know, on our, our media table, and we're just like, that's just really good defense. I yeah. mean, it wasn't necessarily a block or a steal or anything that like made a highlight. He just made life hard for 24 seconds mm-hmm. for whoever he was guarding. I think that that's something that with his athleticism, with his length, obviously we've talked about that for his entire career, but getting back to using that on the defensive end is, is super important for him and – it's it's it made a huge difference last night to help the Wizards get stops without needing to get, you know, a deflection and a dunk. It wasn't necessarily pretty. It wasn't like something that's going to make the highlight reel. But it's those kind of plays that if you make them more frequently, it makes the Wizards really really hard to beat because and to they can score point, in a million different ways. As I was watching NBA TV last night and this morning, basically just watching on a rerun and, and hearing their players only segment talk about they don't know what you're going to get out of this Wizards team. So nationally, everybody has that same feeling of. Night and day, you just don't know what you're going to get from quarter to quarter. Hopefully they can get more consistent, and we know what we're going to get from night and night out from this team as we move forward. All right, we're going to take a oh. – uh, Sorry, I was talking with um, – quick start. I was talking with Mike Tebow, the head coach of the Washington Mystics, and he was in this, this morning, and he was telling me that, um, you know, inconsistency is the thing that will drive a coach. Crazy. The craziest, and he said that, you know, that this Wizards team right now to him – the inconsistency. I mean, he says that the potential is virtually unlimited with this mm-hmm. team, but the inconsistency is maddening. 
I don't know, getting it from the horse's mouth and a guy that's done it all. Yeah. Uh, the NBA, WNBA, Mike Tebow. All right. Thanks, Coach Tebow, for giving your input. And coming up, we will get the input of the one and only Michael Wilbon joining us here on the pod. Stay tuned, WizKids. So I know we really need to get Mike Tebow on the pod we'll get him. soon. We'll get him. He's, uh, I mean, what basketball a great basketball mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him maybe after the holidays. After the holidays. Let's get Coach Tebow. Okay. All right, WizKids, welcome back to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Chris Gehring and Zach Rosen. We are joined by none other than Michael Wilbon of you got to beat ESPN. me up. I can tell. It's coming. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on here. I appreciate it. You know I appreciate you know, it. Go way back. So I'm very happy about having you here. Okay, you know I appreciate uh, it. If you can, you know, tell us your thoughts on this team. I remember watching the, watching the highlights from the game last night and – you know, a lot of people are like, we don't know which Wizards team we're going to get, but they're trending in the right direction. Yeah, I, I said I feel good there's some tape in this somewhere so I can be backed up <laughs> by what I'm about to say now by what I said then. I said, look, I think it's going to be – I didn't use the word struggle. I just thought it was going to be up and down. And I think February is fine to find yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just now I'm talking to, to John Wall, he sort of hinted at that. You know, you got health. And then, and then I just think it was going to take a while for this team to come together. And it's okay. And I know people probably locally felt like, oh, my God, when Cleveland – well, Boston first, and then Cleveland got off to these, these wild winning streaks. Yeah. But, you know, that matters in football. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and in the culture now, we judge everything by football. We have a football mentality about everything. Mm-hmm. It's basketball. You don't need to win a ton of games. Look what the Dodgers did this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they had the greatest, you know, 75-game start ever. And then it looked like they couldn't win a game. And <laughs> while they didn't win at all, they got to the World Series. They recovered. They got that form back. You know, you don't have to be hot early. And so I know that the Wizards didn't get the start they wanted to, but I don't think it's necessary. I, I'd, I'd much rather see them have a strong finish. Mm-hmm. I understand you want home court, but chances were they weren't going to get home court. Yeah. Over Cleveland or Boston, anyway. Yeah, uh, those teams are built to win it all right now. But but next next, you want to have home court if you can against Toronto. You want to have home court if you can against whomever, you know, Indiana, uh, maybe a surprise team in the East. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm just not. I just didn't think that this was no. Yeah. I just, I didn't think it was important for the Wizards to be you know, you know, flirting with the Celtics and the sixth and uh and 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 Cavaliers for the top seed in the East. Do you think that when we look at teams like Indiana, Detroit has kind of refound themselves after a really big slide? Looking at looking at those teams that the Wizards are looking up at for now, what are your thoughts on on how they've kind of both come out of a place where at the beginning of the season maybe we knew that Detroit would be pretty good? Indiana, I think a lot of people are, are surprised by going forward with the with the personnel that they have. What are your thoughts on maybe you know after the All Star break as the season wears on with some young guys in Detroit, young guys in Indiana, how that shakes out? Young guys don't shake out well. <laughs> <laughs> not in this league. Yeah. Not in this league. Old people win in this league. Yeah. You know, everybody. Like, how many years do people say San Antonio's too old? Yeah, Ginobili's <laughs> yeah. still playing, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. still winning. Yeah. I mean, young guys don't do anything in this league. It, it just takes. Look at. I mean, you know, Philly. Philly is kind Philly, of Philly. You know, Philly's going to have you know. And I, one thing I look at Boston, and I just wonder if, uh, you know, particularly the kid from Duke, if, if uh, Jason, uh, Jason Tatum, Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yep. is he going to hit a wall? 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm. But it's December. He's going to hit a wall, mm-hmm. right? He's, he's he, Right now you're in a 32-33 game part of the season. He's going to hit a wall. Now what happens after that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can he hit a wall and recover? Does he hit a wall and just stay down and he has, doesn't have anything left? Is he going to be one of those incredibly rare rookies who doesn't hit one? And by incredibly mm-hmm. rare, I mean like the Hall of Famers maybe didn't yeah. hit one. Yeah, yeah. But – I don't, you know, I think that the Wizards are in a in a good place another for another reason. Um, man, I, I just I think that John and Brad, they don't need to try to hit a stride in December and try to maintain it. I think they need to try to find it mm-hmm. and trying to find something I think can work in your favor. Um, and these are some, you know, people. The East is stronger than it's been, or if if it's not, it's not as strong as the West, but but. There are some teams that are going to be really good. It's not just a two-team situation. I think Toronto could be better. We talked about Indiana. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Detroit. Detroit a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't know where Philly's going to be. I think Philly's going to fall aside a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those guys have to prove they can be healthy. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of find your stride, they can't yeah. try to just protect this little thing they built in November. Yeah. Because yeah. people are going to start coming after them now. Mm-hmm. So, And I love, don't get me wrong, Ben Simmons to me now has become one of the three most enjoyable players to watch in the NBA. But, you know, I don't think that Philly's going to be a factor when we get to yeah. post-All-Star break. Yeah. yeah. You just sat down with John Wall recording that, that Christmas interview. Bradley Beal, too? Uh, yeah, and Brad before that. But what about John? I mean, you've seen him grow and age. What about him now just, like, surprises you? Well, it's not surprising me, but I will say it impresses me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that John has a, uh, I think John has a job that is difficult. At 27 years old, he's the guy. Not that that's rare, but there's nobody to help him in terms of an old old dude, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why I didn't like it when Paul Pierce they let Paul Pierce go. Mm-hmm. And I know Ernie had you know you got priorities and you got to figure out what those priorities are. You you can only allocate so much sure. resources to any one area, but it's a, it's an old guy league, and Paul was huge for that team. You know, three years ago when they and, and when they really had that next round one as yeah. well, yeah. And so since then, I'm like, okay, now you're asking John to do a lot, a lot. To me, it's too much. But you know, I asked him about it, and, and he's right. not only did he seem okay with it, I, I felt certain that his answer indicated he is okay with it. Mm-hmm. That he sort of relishes it. Okay, I've got to learn the different ways to lead. Mm-hmm. And he said yeah. that he brought that up. I, I cannot get on this guy in the same way I'm getting on that guy. That usually takes into your Old head. I mean, I remember Michael Jordan telling me that he didn't feel comfortable doing that in his mid twenties. He's trying to tell to guys eight years older than him what to do and how to practice, (laughs) when to take a nap, right? Yeah. And so I thought that John, I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I just think that that's necessary. If you don't have that, Mm -hmm. now the problem is you just got one guy. Mm -hmm. This team's how old is Bradley? Twenty four. Yeah. Otto's the same way. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because you said the young guys don't win. So maybe it is going to be it three or four years it, before they. It probably they... is. And I know that it takes frustration, but I, I, I believe that in this league, maybe more than the others, um, you have to suffer. Mm-hmm. You have to suffer. Yeah. And that you do. I don't care how great you are. Look at LeBron. People, LeBron did not make the playoffs his first two seasons. Mm hmm. And he had crushing defeats and sent him to another didn't city. The finals for <laughs> right? a while either. It's true. Right? I mean, so then he yeah. loses to Dirk in Dallas, and Dallas, and everybody, oh my God. So, man, the, the, you know, there's, you don't have Magic Johnson stories ever, mm-hmm. really. 
And you don't even have Dwayne Wade's story as much, where Dwayne was in, I don't know, what was he in maybe his third year? Yeah. And Dwayne should have gotten to the finals the previous year. He yeah. got hurt in late in the conference finals game against Detroit. Mm-hmm. So Wade was, a, was an exception, but he was playing with Shaq, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I worry about the Wizards. Not even worry. I, I, as a guy who wants to see them win, yeah. uh, I, I just think, uh, you know, <laughs> you have to get, get old and have some suffering and lose another game seven. You know, and, and, and losing that next round in the conference finals round. You got mm-hmm. Cleveland and Boston. And, you know, if LeBron leaves, then maybe you look at Wizards Boston next year and go, okay, mm-hmm. where, where are we now? Where are they? Are they ready to sort of nudge yeah. them? Is there an acquisition? Does a player develop? You can have late first round players develop and become, look at Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. Become an yeah. integral part of, of what you do. So, or at the extreme version, Tony Parker. Yeah. I think yeah. the first pick of the second round, if I'm not mistaken. Same with Manu, second round. Manu, yeah. Yeah. right. So you can have that. And maybe, you know, that sort of thing, some luck in the draft, some player development, you add a guy. And John mentioned adding a piece. I know that that's not talking about this year. You can't add that piece now yeah. unless you make a big deal. And I don't know that that many big deals to be made. But, you know, it, it's, I mean, winning this league, it's, uh, look at the disappointments the Golden State had. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, out all season. Everybody's saying he's soft, he's porcelain. You know, he can't, you know, look at all the things that, um, have happened to look at Durant, yeah, and now Westbrook, yeah, and so it doesn't mean those guys are not what we think they are. I think that you 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 have to play through so much stuff, yeah. and John is at that point now where I think they're they're, they're okay, can they play through it? We don't know. We got that that can only be determined in late April, starting in late April and May. Do you think that maybe a year or two ago? We're back into kind of a golden age of the NBA, similar to maybe when Jordan was there. No, not that no? year. Not that era because you had um, so many more teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the East, people forget. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the roster of it was so deep. I mean, the, the Pacers teams that took the Bulls seven games Rick and probably Smith should have beat them. Reggie Miller, Miller. The Knicks teams. Boston. I mean, you had – you had. <laughs> I mean, there were, there were some b- Bullets teams. And I was covering the team a lot then. There were Bullets teams that lost to Detroit in game five when it was best of five in the first round. Mm-hmm. Those Bullets teams took Detroit. They won, eventually won. I mean, to the, to, to, to the depth round. of game five. They mm-hmm. took them yeah. to the end of games. As a matter of fact, one of those years Detroit got there, the Bullets should have won the series mm-hmm. with Jeff Malone and Moses Malone and, and you know, that yeah. group. Uh, Daryl Walker, Liddell Eccles was on those teams. I mean, those teams were. John Hotplate oh Williams. Oh, my God. <laughs> those teams were really, really good, and they could not get through Detroit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what you look back and what couldn't they get through? They couldn't get through a three-time finalist and a two-time yeah. winner <laughs> yeah, yeah. with how many Hall of Famers? Yeah. Isaiah, yeah. Beer, yeah. you know. Four. So, yeah. um, God, Rodman, Sally, I mean, it's great mm-hmm. teams. Yeah. So, no, I don't think yeah, I don't think we're back there yet. I, I, I the the tough part for the league is this: LeBron is coming to the end. Yeah. I know it doesn't look like it now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but this is like a Tom Brady situation. He, he he's he's closer to the end yeah. than to the so. Who's going to take over their primary spot? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like the I like what's coming up. Yeah, you know all the players that you have. I like, and God knows these young players. I mean, looking at Philly, uh, looking at the Lakers. You know, I mean Kuzma. Who knew? I mean Kuzma. So I, I like all of that, and I think you're going to see a deeper league. Than, I mean, the last two years were sort of scary. You just, it just wasn't ready. But I'm going to tell you what hurts. You know, the one and done hurts because guys come into the league and they're not ready. They got yeah. a red shirt. Yeah. The process, the process is redshirting people every yeah. year, <laughs> right? That's part of the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, um, 
you know, you look at I, I'm shocked to look at my my hometown team. Look at the Bulls, and they got some people there that develop. Like Chris Dunn now looks like he might be great. Really yeah, well. yeah. You know, yeah. marketing looks like he might be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, it man, you got to have the top. The top, the top of the pyramid has to be like lightning. And if LeBron, if you subtract LeBron from that, I know you still have Durant and. Mm-hmm. Curry and Westbrook, Westbrook and Harden, Harden and, and CP3 is still there at, a, at an enormously high level. But I gotta see, I gotta see some people on some other teams come through. I'm worried about some of the people that haven't come through. Yeah, are, are the building blocks there? And maybe you know Giannis in Milwaukee, Porzingis in Porzingis in New York. They are. They're but, all the building blocks are there. But that's the thing that, like, like you said. Both those guys are still so young, Giannis and Porzingis. And, and Porzingis is getting hurt all the time now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, at least Giannis has been healthy. Giannis been healthy, but Milwaukee needs to take another step. Like yeah. I need to see, I need to see Milwaukee when Cleveland goes in there and Boston goes in there and goes. I need to see Milwaukee kick some people's butts. Yeah, yeah. Now they might not be able to do that. Speaking of great teams back in the day, Milwaukee <laughs> had terrific teams. Hell yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. they had really good teams. If you had a team that had Oscar Robinson, Kareem, but I don't know, no, I mean, Bob Dandridge, I mean, and then age with, with Ernie, the next, yeah, with, the yeah, next with Ernie, group. yeah, the yeah. next group after that, yeah, the next group after that, they, they listen, they yeah. eliminated Julius Irving, they stopped Julius Irving's career when Charles Barkley and Julius were on the same team, and that I forgot about that. I didn't yeah. mention Philly, <laughs> <laughs> Julius Irving, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Moses, Doc, and they had the 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 the, the four five four team, but even after that. They were formidable. Mm-hmm. So you have formidable teams that, that came right down the the standings. So I hope I hope listen, there's nothing like it for some for an old head. <laughs> and I like this season a lot. Yeah. Because I think there's some interesting teams out there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so yeah. glad Boston didn't get derailed by yeah. that injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so glad that Boston you discover a player. You discover a great young player. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so glad they didn't get derailed by that. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the pod. We thank really you. appreciate it. Hopefully, Whiz Kids, you, you enjoy hearing from Michael. I know we could too. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm excited <laughs> about. The, I want the, you know. I just want if the Wizards are healthy to me, and, I, and let me let me mention one other thing I didn't mention. You know, um, I've known Scott Brooks for a long time. I followed. You know, I was following the league when Scott was playing, mm-hmm. and Scott is one of those guys that, you know, he understands the pace of it, right? He understands that you can't go crazy, and kill people. December twentieth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so okay, just let's, let's just just you know, I, you know Scott was one of those people. I know he believes in this, and I'm not sure who first said it. Maybe it's one of his coaches. Maybe it's somebody else's coach. Just keep playing. Just keep playing. Keep playing. Just yeah. you know, let's see where we are. You know, February twentieth. February twentieth. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's two whole months. Sixty break. more yeah. days after, after the break. Yeah. Coming yeah. out, even a week after the break. Let's see what happens. I I like where the Wizards are. Mm-hmm. I think last year's disappointment. Will serve them well, you know. I think yeah. John and Brad will say, "Okay, we you know, we tired of feeling this," mm-hmm. yeah. but I think you have to get closer and smell it. And that big home run, that big home run, that big run of seventeen home games at home, yeah, it did come, yeah, after came, that. As break. John pointed out in, yeah. in our yeah. conversation, right. it came late. Yeah, uh, I'd yeah. forgotten about yeah. that. That was crazy. You don't yeah. need it. You don't, it need, you don't need it early. Yeah, you need it then, and you need health. And so if had, you get that, they had a worse start last year. I mean, started yeah. the season two and eight. <laughs> so yeah. Was it two and eight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and, and by the way, I'm the a, bench is much further along this year than it was last year. <laughs> this Mike Scott, and I'm a, and I'm, a, I'm, right here, also, I'm a Meeks guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, yeah. a Meeks guy. He's he's gonna shot makers, warm man. Up soon. That's kind of like, yeah. um, you know, you 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 have to have players who veteran players 
who are just like unfazed. You know, you think they're half asleep. <laughs> Once again, old guys. How old is Jody? There you go. How old is Jody? Yeah, yeah. He's got to be uh, early thirties. Yeah, yeah, I think he's right? thirty. You know, yeah. this is this is what is. This is a good thing. Yeah, he hasn't mm-hmm. played in the playoffs like at all. So like yeah, he but, he's hungry. Well, he needs, yeah. it. He needs yeah. it. But that's where you might need to. You might need one more bump. Yeah. yeah. We'll I think work on what it. John yeah. said about like one more piece. It doesn't have to be major. It's just something. That's right. Yeah. Like, like last year with Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Big piece. Thanks yeah. for giving us all a right, bump guys. on the Thanks, podcast man. by joining us. <laughs> I know all y'all enjoy listening to Michael Wilbon. Uh, I hope you really liked it because I, I enjoy having you on here. Hopefully oh, man, absolutely. You Come on. You know, we wind up doing this in the press room <laughs> all the time <laughs> <laughs> during games. Right. So I'm looking forward to it coming up yeah. some more. All right, WizKids. Ciao for now.